Peeling the Onion Why does it bring me tears? Hopefully in the first two columns I've introduced enough questions about who and what we are to elicit some questions of your own and for you to begin this process of curiosity and discovery about yourself. And this is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. In fact, it will never end because there will always be more to discover about ourselves. That is how amazingly complex and beautiful we are. We are the unutterable. Words cannot contain what we are. This is why this journey begins with the understanding that we are more than our bodies, more than these lives, more than our thoughts. We are a color a tone, a prism that disperses light. Seth said we are the dreams of God's dreams. When we begin this journey of discovery, we are the onion. We look like an onion, act like an onion. We have a distinct size and shape and color. Everyone knows what we are. We reciprocate by acting like an onion. We look around at the other onions and take cues how to be an onion. We gather an onion identity. We may be a white onion or yellow or red. We have a distinctive flavor based on which we choose to be, but an onion nonetheless. Our identity then is gathered from our environment. and based around constructs and guidelines that we develop while we're still on the vine. We want to fit in. We want to be a part of the group. We want to be well regarded. But we always regard ourselves as simply an onion. As such, we engage onion-like roles, activities, and behaviors. And generally speaking, we don't vary much from that. By God, it took me a long time to develop. I definitely have my onion story and I'm sticking to it. By the time we reach middle age, we have cobbled together enough traits within the narrow confines of onionhood to settle on a very rigid interpretation of what kind of onion we are. We are not a rutabaga, a squash, or a cauliflower. And once we settle on our identity... Most of us would be hard-pressed to consider that perhaps we weren't an onion at all. But for some of us, we may encounter some sort of life-changing event that shakes us to our foundations. It may be the loss of a spouse or a child or other loved one. Perhaps our career industry changes and we find ourselves out of work. Maybe we become dismayed with life and our place in it. For me, I encountered a profound sadness. I called it depression, but really I just couldn't believe that I had reached 50 years old and the reality of my choices and what the future held for me were less than ideal. In fact, it was devastating. It was less about my circumstances and more about the idea that this was all there was. I think a great deal of people reach that point and simply resign themselves to running out the clock until cancer or heart disease or some other malady will end the terrible realization that all their hopes and dreams would end with a whimper.
that this was all they were and this is all there is and it just isn't much fun anymore and now we're just old we may find that now that we've reached that point and played by the rules and contorted ourselves to conform and acquiesce that society has changed and moved on and that thing that we worked so hard for blood sweat and tears doesn't hold water doesn't afford us regard or respectability or even common decency now many of us will resign ourselves to it gather what we can from our lives and throw ourselves into some acceptable expression commensurate with our position we may throw ourselves into kids and grandkids we may deal with never-ending health issues maybe we travel a bit find a hobby that we find satisfactory but we leave our identity intact and in fact double and triple down on whatever that is it is our story it is our identity it's all we know but some of us reach this point and we discover that we really weren't an onion at all that we had taken on all the characteristics of an onion because that's what was expected of us it's what we were taught at the time we really didn't question it much after all we were surrounded with other onions or so it may seem now fast forward to today and we are deeply embroiled in the shift all bets are off the energy of our planet is such that we can allow ourselves some new choices some of us have seized on this some of us realize that things that we worked so hard for that we contorted ourselves into is simply a choice that all those things we went along with in opposition to our true self we don't have to do that anymore that we can make different choices that we can be something different than we thought we were that we can actually examine the choices we made in our past see why we made them and now choose differently the yes no and why everything in this world is a choice every moment of every day in every way we choose and what we choose is also how we will newly identify ourselves making different choices makes for a new identity it takes a great deal of courage to choose differently to choose outside of others expectations our significant other our children our friends our work our church our government our society generates a tremendous amount of expectations of us many of us inhabit roles that are not easily undone making different choices that are more aligned to our true self will often fly in the face of those people and institutions we may be called crazy or senile or combative in the worst cases others may determine that we are a danger to ourselves because we are no longer predictable we are no longer meeting those expectations and that can be very scary very frightening to even consider it's a lot of work what is the work 
The work is in the yes, no, and why for every choice you make. That is the peeling of the onion. It is disassembling that thing that you created over your lifetime in order to reassemble you in such a way as to be in alignment with you, not the outside world. As I've said, this is an ongoing process for me. It will never end. But the way I had to go about it was to make my world very small, very simple, and very quiet. It involved disassociating with people and things that did not accept the changes I was incorporating. I had to make it small, simple, and quiet enough for me to hear myself without the deafening drone of society and our world. And in that space, I began to see me. I began to feel me. I began to find satisfaction in this multifaceted, multidimensional, extraordinary beingness that was myself. My identity, that's a moving target. I am human. I am a person. I am different than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, last week. Do I even need an identity? I think it really benefits others more than myself to attach an identity to me because then they know how to interact with me based on their perception of my identity. For myself, a fluid, very generalized identity is actually better suited for my purposes, the chameleon, but different from what we would typically consider. A chameleon remains a chameleon even when it resembles the flora that surrounds it. It does not become the plant it resembles. In similar fashion, I don't change who I am to fit in. I just remain fluid enough for others to find some familiarity that they can either relate to or to regard me as. But even the most delicate of exploration would uncover that I am not what someone might expect to find when they interact with me. I don't like being pigeonholed. I don't like when someone thinks they have me all sussed out based on their perception of me. This is similar to the current movement of people who identify as non-binary. They don't wish to be categorized in the old ways. I understand that. And all of these things regarding identity and the discovery of the self are the fruits of peeling back the onion. It is a long, delicate process that takes a great deal of courage and determination. It's easy to be what everyone expects you to be. It's more difficult to find and be who you truly are. It is not without its tears. It is not without confronting our past. There will be trauma, past and present. But every single moment that you examine your yes, no, and why is a movement into the glory in which you are the sentient dream of God who also dreams. The unique tone and color that is you. The unutterable you. I can attest to you it is a worthy endeavor that will reap untold benefit 
especially now, especially in this shift. There are good reasons to undertake this endeavor. Our world, our environment, our dimension is changing in ways we can't even imagine. We've shut off the electric fence and don't even realize it yet. We will begin to explore what that means in future columns.